0: In regards to how is it that you're able to do this so effortlessly taking care of you know three children by yourself and i was really 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 thinking about this question in depth and i felt like it's something that you know maybe more people than not are actually wondering um whether you intended to be a single parent you are in a situation that is causing you to have to become a single parent, whatever the case is. Um, I just wanted to hop on and address the topic. So, me, um, I'm 32 years old, and I feel like that is a pretty important statement to make when it comes to raising three children because my oldest will be a teenager this year. And um yeah, that's a whole nother topic. We can go into that another time. But how do I do it? Huh. So for me, it takes a lot of prayer. Um, I am a praying woman. I take a lot of me time. One thing that I will say that helps me to navigate this role of being a woman being a businesswoman being a mom just doing the multiple the multiple things that it takes on a day-to-day basis to actually just navigate life in a way that's functioning and free-flowing and um y'all not gonna edit this this is real this is me going through the thoughts that come into my head about this um so from when my children were young, one thing that I feel like was very important was that I implement, I implemented bedtimes. And what do I mean by that? Eight o'clock, 8.30, every single night, my children are in the bed, um, Monday through Friday, give or take Friday, um, since they were old enough to, you know, sleep on their own, um, I feel like that's helped me to be able to make sure that I have me time, just being consistent in it. And it's never too late to start that. So even though I did that with my kids, the only reason, let me say this, um, I didn't know why I was putting them in the bed. But now that I look back at it, I personally love my sleep. I love to rest and um it was crucial for me that I had enough rest to get up and function with them. You know, at one point in time, I was nursing my children. And, you know, you're up every hour on the hour. Then they start to sleep a little bit more normally. But I needed to sleep. Um, I couldn't do it. I When I would not get enough sleep, I felt myself turning into someone I did not like. And so bedtimes... number one for me they are number one because still to this day my children are in bed at 8 30 anybody that knows me will tell you that that is my saving grace because once my children go to sleep that is my time um and even though usually I am a night owl I have been in a season of me going to sleep not too long after them so probably by like 11 30 12 I'm asleep as well but from 8 30 to whatever time I fall asleep I'm able to take a bath I'm able to meditate I'm able to do my yoga I'm able to just sit in silence for a little bit and just regroup and think about what it is that I want for myself um let's talk about personalities of your children so I have three very different personalities um my oldest, she is ooh, she is a powerhouse and she, her being the only female child sometimes it's a power struggle. When I say powerhouse, I mean a power struggle. And so I have to look back and remember all three of my children are a piece of me. And so um there are times when I get frustrated, when I get irritated, when I feel some type of way and the one thing is our children are so smart if we're not talking to them about the things that they're interested in, they will go find the information somewhere else. And so I make it a priority every single day to have a conversation with each one of my children individually and do an activity with them individually that is tailored towards what they actually want, their love language, so to speak. And um, I'm getting to know them for them because they are all individuals. We can raise them all day. We can plant seeds in them to help them become amazing human beings, but they are who they are. And I feel like one of the greatest things to my children being these really amazing children, and I'm not saying that lightly, I hear that from everyone, they're well-behaved, they articulate themselves really well. It's because I had to look back at my life and the things that worked and didn't work, and... My style of parenting is that I'm helping guide them into their best selves. I don't want to hinder them from growing into who they are. I do not want to force them to do anything or be anyone that they're not supposed to be. I don't want to embed fear in them that later they will have to undo to find themselves. So it's a very tricky line to kind of navigate, but I feel like it's vitally important. And so, um, my middle child, he is born the day after me. <laughs> so that means he's like a little mini mirror of me. And you know, I know I don't know how people will feel about this, but I'm gonna say it anyways, cause I'm very real. It's kind of a love hate relationship in terms of looking at yourself in a mini form, and then a male version, because I'm a female, so a male version of me, and knowing that (laughs) anything that is said, anything that is not said is implied. And so I am having to step outside of myself to see him for who he is and trying my best, knowing that I'm not a man, to help him grow into this amazing young man who can manage emotions who can handle adversity and just an ever-changing life and yeah we have to have a lot more quality time because that's his love language oh my daughter's is not quality time hers is receiving gifts and words of affirmation so that's that The second one, receiving gifts and quality time. And then my youngest, he is um, (laughs) very much physical touch and quality time. So that means we're spending time together. He is cuddled up under me. And as a single parent, it can sometimes be very difficult to do that because it's like no mommy needs to cook dinner for you or mommy needs to help you guys with your homework or mommy just needs to breathe for a second but then I look back at the fact that he is getting ready to turn six in a couple of days and this time won't come back like even though physical touch and quality time is his love language he may not want to be up under me very much longer and so I have to be intentional about when I'm about to dismiss what he needs in that moment to stop and say, hey, this is a part of parenting. This is a part of the journey of being a fully present mom. And do I fail? Absolutely. who? Because there are times I'm very goofy. I'm going to say that word. I love to have fun. I love to laugh. So me and my kids, this is a collective thing. We will have karaoke. We will do dance parties in our house. We will dance while we're cooking, listen to music. You name it, we're probably doing it. Um, If they are bombarding me with a whole bunch of information and I do not have the capacity at the time to deal with it, I never try to burden my kids or make them feel like they're doing too much. What I will do is I will drop on the floor and lay there, and then they, they follow suit. And then they know, oh, mommy needs a moment. Is it dramatic? Absolutely. But does it work? Yes, it does. So um, I just wanted to, you know, come on here. I don't want this to be super long, but when it comes to parenting, there is no rule book. Your kids are tailored to you. You have to learn yourself in order to raise anybody. You have to be able to raise yourself into your best version. And I feel like it's very important to know you And then learn your kids, because your kids' needs are ever-changing. And if you're feeling like, well, this is how I was raised, so this is how I'm going to raise my kids, it may work for some, but I can guarantee you, in the long run, you're going to feel like you missed out on a whole bunch of time because you were chasing the wrong things. Um, I know that time you never get back. Time is precious. Time is money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love to travel. So I've implemented the kids and I taking at least two trips a year together to different places they get to pick. And then I, mommy gets two trips a year by herself. That is my way of regrouping and unwinding. And so when people ask how I do it, I have faith. I know everything is going to work out with me having pure intentions and a pure heart. I know that whatever it is that I need will come to me. I have to sit still and I have to really get in line and in touch with what it is that I want for myself. Um, what type of mom, what type of woman do I want to show up as for my children? What type of example do I want to be until I end up in you know another relationship and married again? I have to show up as the person that I'm hoping they will see a really good example from I'm not waiting for tomorrow to come for that to happen and as much time as it may take no I did not ask to be a single mom no that was not my intention my children are here I'm very blessed and fortunate with them and I just feel like you can either be a victim or a victor And I've been through so many things in life that I've overcame on my own, that I've had to figure out on my own, such as parenting. And no matter what the other party does in the situation, the other, you know, other half of your children, (laughs) whatever you want to call them, um, whether they choose to be present, whether they choose to put themselves first and then fit time in for their kids when it's convenient for them, that's on them. I learned to not worry about what the other party's doing and just love my kids the way that I know how so that they never feel lack in that area. Can I fill the void for their fathers? No. But what can I do? I can show up and be who I am, love them the way that they need to be loved so that that's not a chapter that they have to unlearn or heal from later. Um, and as I love my, as I love myself, put self love first. Um, my kids are watching that. They're watching me go through the journey of, mommy's taking her time, mommy's going to the gym in the morning, um, you know, mommy's eating healthy and she's cooking meals for us even though she's tired. Our kids are not. They're not unaware. I'm gonna say that word because it sounds better. Um, And so, yeah, honoring that, knowing that we are the pillar for what they are learning, what they know. When they ask you questions, just like as adults, most of the time we already know the answer to the question. We just want to know if you're going to be honest with us and tell us the truth. That's how our kids are looking at us. I feel like honesty is important. And I know that, you know, older generations will say you need to be modest in your approach. I love my elders. But I challenge that thought because I know for me, what I didn't know from the adults that were raising me is what I tried to learn in life. What I tried to figure out why I wanted to know, why were you hiding this from me? Why couldn't you just let me know so then I didn't have to find out the hard way? And um, I want to give my children the opportunity to know that we're not perfect. They get to see me go through this roller coaster of building businesses. They're my business partners. They get paid to help mommy do her business. They are a part of everything that I do, as well as the fact that mommy has time for herself so that I am not identified as just being a mom. Yasmin is Yasmin outside of being a mom. And. It's a beautiful thing because I'm teaching my daughter to love herself so then she doesn't go seeking that from somewhere else. She doesn't go, she doesn't get excited by hearing something that triggers her ear and it's like I've never heard that before. No, no, no. You've heard it. She's good to go. The boys, they are learning that a woman must love themselves in order for them to be able to love you they have to be respectful they are learning how to treat a woman because we have conversations when they are doing something that would make me or their sister feel some type of way this is why this feels this way do you want mommy to feel like this do you want your sister to feel like this okay so we don't treat other young girls like this um because these are young boys that are going to turn into young men not sure what else to get into on this video. Like I said, I don't want this to be super long, but I wanted to touch on the key points about things that, you know, kind of help me navigate this journey. Um, Like I said, when my kids, when their fathers reach out, I'm not in the energy of being disrespectful to them or treating them any type of way because they're not, you know, always consistent or whatever that looks like. It's, it's like an open-door policy, and I'm very open with my children in communication. I ask them how they feel about it, and it's a two-way street. A relationship is a two-way street, whether it's child and parent, child to child, parent to parent. Respect is huge for me. I'm going to treat everybody in my life the way that I want to be treated. Whether they reciprocate or not, is not I'm not in control of that. That's not what I'm worried about. It's just the fact that I am doing what I want to see done in the environment or I'm around. And my kids are being raised in that manner as well. So they're, you know, they have communication. They have access. Yeah. Is it an easy journey? Nope. Who is is it a piece of work? Absolutely. But I love every minute of it. Yes, I do get tired. Yes, I need a break. Um... You know, I know it will get better. I know it will get easier. I know for a fact, and I'm throwing this out there because there's a lot of times as a single parent, you want to rush into something else because you just want the help. I've intentionally been single for five years because I wanted to heal. I wanted to find myself. I wanted to learn what it was that I loved. Um, I'd been so identified by the person that I was with or married to that I lost my own identity I couldn't tell you before that I I want to go skiing, I want to go stay in a cabin in the snow and just see what that experience is like, or I love to just go do random stuff. So my kids have seen the season of me going through trials and tribulations, but then watching me come out of that and then choose to put myself first. Instead of rushing into something else, instead of immediately going back into dating, no, I want to reflect on what didn't work in the previous situation, whether it was we grew apart or whatever, I want to learn to love myself the way that I was loving somebody else, and that's what I'm teaching them. You have to love yourself the way that you're pouring into other people, whether that's friendships, relationship, business partners, whatever the case is, whatever you're putting all the passion and energy to... You need to first put that in yourself. And so with that, I feel like that's where I'm going to stop at for today. There may be a part two because parenting, there's so many different dynamics to it. Um, Nobody's a perfect parent. You're not failing if you're not doing these things. It's not. Don't look at parenting as a burden. No matter what the situation is. Don't look at parenting as a burden. You have to know that you know that you know that you are doing the best that you can with what you have. You plant that seed of faith and you let that thing grow. And you know that if you're a living example of the life that you want to live and you're being true to yourself and your intentions are pure, that the little human beings that you're raising will be a reflection of your light and not the trials and tribulations that you went through. They need to see both sides because they need to know that life is real. Don't try to shelter them from it because sometimes that is the worst thing that you can do. Then they go try to find out the trials and tribulations. They have to learn the hard way because you weren't transparent with them. Give them the opportunity to know you as an individual So then they'll respect you completely as a parent. With that being said, love you guys. I hope that you guys have an amazing day and I hope this helps somebody.